I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Yeah. We good. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media, your favorite podcast of Pisces season. <laughs> that is true. Pisces season. Ladies. It's here. <laughs> what are we going to <laughs> True. My Pisces season is always punctuated by the like right before it's my ex-girlfriend's birthday the last day of mm-hmm. Aquarius and I never wish her a happy birthday because I always wait until she texts me happy birthday and then I'm just like happy belated birthday but I actually said happy birthday to her this year because I'm a mature adult <coughs> I just and we don't have beef uh, the, funny, the funniest <laughs> thing about being a lesbian is that if you don't have beef you wish your ex happy birthday <laughs> I know it's insane <laughs> I wished one of my aunts a happy birthday. They would like leave the country, and we're like on good terms, most of us, you know. Here's the thing: like, if her birthday wasn't literally five days before mine, I probably wouldn't even remember when it was, and this wouldn't yeah. be a problem. But we have almost the exact same birthday. I know that that, that like makes them like inextricably linked. Like yesterday when when I was talking yeah. about how like. I always miss my my toxic friend and think about reaching out to her near my boy my birthday because like we spent my birthday together for like six years. <laughs> oh, God, um, yeah, I did. I ever t- I've definitely told this story, but I uh, I had a brief relationship with this guy whose birthday was on Earth Day. <laughs> you know this story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. So a month and a half, six weeks maybe after we broke up, it was his birthday. And I hadn't spoken spoken to him like at all since we broke up and I just touched him happy Earth Day on his birthday and uh he said never fucking talk to me again (laughs) that's brutal i i couldn't understand for years what i had done to him that was so bad because i just like took the breakup pretty politely like and i didn't bother him after that but um my roommate did threaten to steal his bike which might have had something to do with it oh my god (laughs) yeah maybe guys and their bikes yeah he's one of those like mountain bike guys that's classic you can't mess with that I just want to know what business it's like people can spend their money however they want but when we know that bikes are like the number one thing that gets stolen what the fuck are you doing buying a two thousand dollar bike right unless you're bringing it into your house which is like kind of psycho bring it into your house or i don't know maybe you have like an extremely secure locked garage or whatever, and you never ride it around in the city and leave it locked up somewhere? Like, I guess if it's only for mountain biking, fine. But, like, if I had an expensive bike, I wouldn't even feel comfortable, 
like leaving it. I just leave my bike wherever the fuck I want because I paid $150 for it like three years ago, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, who cares? It's like I can ride it somewhere and then leave it there and then go back and get it the next day and I'm not scared. (laughs) I know someone that owns multiple bikes, which is like so insane to me. Multiple bikes. Like one for the mountain and one for the road. (laughs) Yeah, they do like different things. I don't really understand bikes at all, but like, I guess they are different types of bikes. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. You need like a a heavier duty bike if you go on trails and stuff. I have a hybrid, which is a Tapa, which means just basically use like whatever, but it's not particularly good at any of them. <laughs> That's yeah, what I have too. The, the normal bike to have if you just only use it to get around on. Normal Normal bike. bike. <laughs> Many people are saying it. I know this girl, this is for local heads because, like, people won't understand the geography of this, but I know this girl who lives in Hall and she works on Merivale Road at, like, a like a yeah. doctor's office, and she bikes there every that day. far. It's really far. <laughs> is it less than an hour? It's probably a- about yeah. an hour. That's far. Any farther than that would be actually insane. But I, it's not unheard of. I just, I'm someone who, like, I literally can't imagine doing that before going to work. Like, yes, I will walk an hour to work, but that's, like, low impact to me. Like, I'm like, well, I have to walk you know anyways. I was found stoking myself up for the bike ride home from work harder even but the the like wind in my wings was like you know the leaving work feeling but the problem is I used to live in Ontario and work in Tibet and into Tibet the whole way is downhill so the more in the morning it was (laughs) chill and it was nice because it was early so there was like no one around it was actually pretty relaxing just like listen to Joe Rogan experience on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's, that's the vibe. vibe. <laughs> just like mist coming off the canal. I'm like it's not hot out yet. I'm just like coasting downhill the whole way past the art museum. Sweet afternoon. It's hot. It's noisy and it's just fucking uphill for like three kilometers. <laughs> yeah that's oh, horrible God. when it was really hot out it was like i don't know if i'm gonna make it like am i gonna watch i had never watched my bike up the hill but like i always gave my, i always gave uh, myself the opportunity that i could if i really wanted to <laughs> i biked into quebec one time to visit my friend and then he was like oh let's bike to the yeah. weed store together so i did that that bike ride mm-hmm. that you did every day. every day and i walked i i walked my bike i was like i can't do this Dude. Every single day. <laughs> I know, that's horrible. It was a super long bike ride. It was like, I don't know, less than, just under half an hour, like 25 minutes. Um, in the morning, yeah. it's pretty fast sometimes, like, I don't know, closer to 20 minutes. But it's just like, you really, you really underestimate how long 20 minutes is when it's uphill the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, it feels yeah. really bad. Anyways, I was in great shape. Do that again, maybe. Probably not, though. Should we talk about stuff? Yeah. 
Yeah, let's talk okay. about things. Should we start with Rush Limbaugh? Yeah, he, he died. died. Okay. Here's the thing. Rush Limbaugh, one of those names where I've heard it a lot of times and I don't know what it is. Yeah. Same. I di- I thought he was like a Fox News guy maybe. Yeah, I knew I sort of knew that he must be right-wing cuz like people on left Twitter make fun of him. Yeah, um, exactly. Turns out he's a radio was a radio personality. Um, he was like okay. a right wing talk radio guy, like a Howard Stern. He's like NPR, but for the right wing yeah, people. Like Kenny B. <laughs> okay. okay. He's not like Kenny B. Local snow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Mahler and Rush. He's like right. <laughs> Mahler and Rush Limbaugh. DJ T dot and a little bit DJ Pa. <laughs> Okay, do you remember getting, like, Facebook messages from DJ T-Dot when you were, like, in high school? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What was that about? Um, So I doodled Rush Limbaugh Greatest Hits. Okay. (laughs) Which I didn't expect to bring anything up. Uh, And then it did. (laughs) So I'm going to read off Rush Limbaugh's most outrageous moments in 25 years on the radio. In mo- Okay, in I'm ready. Rest, Rest in, in power. power? Yes. Um, so he said, Socks is the White House cat, but did you know there is also a White House dog? And then he posted a picture of Chelsea Clinton when she was 13 years old. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that, was, that was a banger in 1994. <laughs> okay, that's funny. That funny. It's funny that when he died, people were like, Chelsea Clinton is beautiful. And it's like, this is the wrong point. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not that's the funny. point. Uh, then he said, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, some of these are a little bit funny. Um, when a gay person turns his back on you, it is anything but an insult. It's an invitation. Uh, okay. Oh, God. Feminism was established so as to allow unattractive women easier access to the mainstream of society. Damn. That's true. Damn. Uh... <laughs> I think it's time to get rid of this whole National Basketball Association. Call it TBA, the Thud Basketball Association, and stop calling them teams. They're gangs. What? Oh my god, he's just like hates, he just basketball. hates basketball. There's some football stuff in here too, but I'm not going into it. Women still live longer than men because their lives are easier. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he did die at 70, so. <laughs> oh, here's him on Michael Fox's Parkinson's disease, in case you're wondering. Oh, He's God. He's the effects of the disease. He's moving all around and shaking, and it's purely an ad. This is really shameless of Michael J. Fox. He's acting. Oh, my God. He's like, Michael J. Fox is the world's greatest actor. Didn't you see him in Back to the Future? <laughs> Oh, 
that's insane. Yeah. He oh he told Michelle Obama Michelle Obama. Oh, okay, like, like a, a cow. cow? Okay. Um <laughs> I'm not quoting this one because it's just uh, a series of sounds that someone racist would make when they're imitating a Chinese person. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's and it's actually in quotation marks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I'm a huge supporter of women. I love women. I don't know where this all got started. I love the women's movement, especially walking behind it. Oh, I knew that's where it was going to go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Was he ever like a stand-up comedian? Like, what was his deal? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I, I have to assume he must have been... Like a comment, or yeah, just a guy who like came up in the local radio and then was just a shock jock, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But like, he's kind of funny. Uh, it's a fucking. Did you know there's a White House daughter thing about calling Chelsea Clinton ugly when she's a preteen? Fucking like a I child. I it out of my chair. That fucking. <laughs> Looking up his greatest hits. That's the first one. <laughs> like i'm not really one to like um celebrate when anybody dies like i'm not like i don't know who rush limbaugh is right so i'm not like woohoo he's dead but it's like i also don't care (laughs) no like you know when people are getting mad at people celebrating john mccain dying it was like okay but who cares you know, yeah, exactly. Made him, made him McCain. That, okay. It, yeah, it was kind of funny because it made her mad, but like, <laughs> I don't like care that he's dead. The thought that made, that John McCain died gave Megan McCain the opportunity to say "my father" a hundred times more per day, which we <laughs> all benefited from. It's good for her. <laughs> I can't believe Megan McCain is married to a guy that used to call her ugly on I Twitter. Love it. It's us. Nagging works. for all of us. Can you imagine being married to someone who calls you ugly? I can't. Um. How do you think he like? How, how do you think? <laughs> how do you think he got past that? I don't know. I guess maybe she likes being nagged. Yeah, I don't know. She's like, oh, yeah, you think I'm so ugly? I bet you won't have sex with me then. The internet is really divided on whether or not they think Major McCain is hot or if they think he, she looks like shit. I know it's kind of a controversial opinion she's hot. I don't personally think she's hot, but I think the fact that she's not hot has a lot to do with the way that people style her. I think they style her really I think, poorly. like... You know, she's like a big blonde woman, but they don't do her any favors by shoveling her into like these fucking like suits and giving her the slick fat, super tight bun hair. It kind of does like a, some very unflattering things to her. Yeah, it's not good. They put I know her but- in like better clothes and like did her hair differently. She'd probably be pretty attractive. 
Maybe some loose hair, like that would help yeah, maybe. It's a little sausage casing e in the effect, unfortunately. I know a girl that told me that everyone always tells her her celebrity lookalike is Meghan McCain. Okay, how did she feel about it? She said, I think they're just telling me that because they, they're calling me a neoliberal. Oh, I thought she was going to say people can't tell fat blonde women apart and I was going to argue that that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> to me, like, that is probably what it is. I think that when people do lookalikes for the most part, most people are too stupid to do any form of, like, observation outside of someone's kind of general size, skin color, and hair color. Like, people be like, oh, that girl looks like Taylor Swift, and it's like, no, she's just flat as a board and has curly blonde hair. (laughs) That's the thing, is, like, people, yeah, go with very, like, broad strokes type of stuff, which is why... I don't have a celebrity lookalike, but I do think that if Elliot Page shaved their head, everyone would start telling me that we looked alike. Yeah, probably. And you don't, aside from the fact that you're a small brunette, like people with long eyelashes. That's about pretty (laughs) That's about it. Um, I have gotten some really unflattering celebrity lookalikes over the years. (laughs) <laughs> what I was at a Christmas brunch like <laughs> two years ago and my it's hard to explain it's like with my stepdad's <laughs> extended family like none of my family lives here um yeah my stepdad's my stepdad's so it's like here it's like people you're not related to but have yeah, to be around so my my stepdad's like sister-in-law's father <laughs> my Great. my step-aunt's dad right like he's not yeah whatever. like just a kind old man is at the brunch and he loved me he kept coming up to me and being like oh my god you're so beautiful you look like a movie star <laughs> and he was like wait which one which one is it that you're reminding me of and then he said i look like a young liza minnelli <laughs> <laughs> Scream! Nelly. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, you really had me until you hit me with Liza Minnelli." That's what I get for being like, "Thank you, I am beautiful." Thank you. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> and also, one time when I was like eleven or twelve, a girl told me I looked like Heather Matarazzo. Um, That's so mean. Lily from the Princess Diaries, and I don't look like I did when I was eleven, but I'm still hurt by it. <laughs> yeah, you get some weird ones. Like, what's that about? Yeah, those are the those are the it's, it, vaguely those Italian. Are the two, yeah, <laughs> those are the two most insulting ones. I'd say the most frequent ones are are. Uh, Lana Del Rey and Liv Tyler, but I don't think I look particularly like either of them. Liv Tyler's kind. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind looking like either of those people, but I just don't think that I really do. Am I... 
I never get anything. People are just like, oh, you look like that gay girl from that Netflix show. And I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about, but it's probably just because they play a gay Old character. Old men are just like, you look like Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they always tell me I look like Sinead O'Connor. Because you have a shaved head. Again, they're not, they're yeah. not <laughs> I had a guy at work ask me, I don't know if I told you this, he's like, you look like Sinead O'Connor. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's not the first time I've heard that. And he was like, are you Irish? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, do you do you like to drink? <laughs> and I was like, not particularly. And he was like, are you an alcoholic? And I was like, no. Do you sleep on a bed of potatoes, go home and beat your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you ever find yourself laying down in a field of sheep? Like, what kind of... <laughs> <laughs> it was so strange. And I was like, oh, I heard Sinead O'Connor's not doing too well. She was on Dr. Phil. And the guy was like, oh, is it booze? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Rough stuff, dude. I love I love the shit that old ass men say to you. Right? Do me- do. Do you find older men or younger... I feel like younger men are probably not confused by you, but do you feel like older men are, like, mad that you're clearly, like, a very pretty girl, but then you have, like, a shaved head and wear boys' clothes? Yeah, I think they just don't know how to keep it to themselves as much. <laughs> yeah, it's not that younger men don't feel that way. It's just that they know they have to keep it inside. <laughs> they're, like, woke, so they can't say anything. They're, they're like... Putting their hand over your head trying to picture you if you have, like, hair extensions. Yeah, they're, like, (laughs) covering my head with their hands and just my face is visible. (laughs) It's too bad you don't look more like your sister. Otherwise, you could just be like, look at this picture. Does that answer any questions? I know, we don't look alike at all. (laughs) Uh, Anyways. But guys are always, like always ask me if I'm six, a 16-year-old boy. Classic. Which I think is just their way of being like, why do you look like that? And girls always want to put makeup on me. Like, they're always like, have you ever put makeup on? What do you look like with I makeup, put makeup on? I on you Yeah. No, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I don't care. <laughs> I want to put makeup on everybody, to be fair. My it's fun. Let me. It's like... I don't Why? know. I think he could be so pretty. <laughs> I think he'd look like one of his sisters. I know. The funniest thing is that two of my sisters just looked fucking exactly like him in the face. And it's so strange. <laughs> I know that that's like how genetics work, but it's like... Uh, my dad's genes must have been just coming through so hard because they all just look like it. You exactly yeah, like you him. Just, like a big Greek stamp, and you just put it on all of them. Oh my only god! One, one well, of my siblings like... doesn't really. Only one of them doesn't really look like that. It's weird. There's five of them. Does that sibling look like his mom? Yeah, he looks whiter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like, I think that I know exactly what I would look like if I was a boy or if I had kids, what my kids would look like, because my mom's family genes are so strong. Yeah. Like me and all my cousins look identical. Yeah. Like that, that stuff, I'm sure our baby would look great because 
like that yeah. just seems to be the case and like my brother and I don't look discernibly really like either of our parents although my brother takes after my mom I would yeah like I, I can't really I think I it makes sense that if you like if you put my mom's face and my dad's face in like a face masher I think you might get me but like you know what I mean there's no <laughs> obvious resemblance yeah, it, you don't look like no, one or the other. not at all. Um, unfortunately. Fortunately? I don't know. <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine how much worse people would accuse me of being whitewashed if I, like, was a dead ringer for my dad? <laughs> that, would, that would just be Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like, they would be like, you're it's lying. Bad, but, like, it's only be worse. <laughs> Yeah, that would be awful. It's so funny that I posted a picture of my mom and people were like, I can't believe you're Italian. I was like, oh my god, how many times do I have to do this stupid fucking joke? I know, right? <laughs> Your mom does kind of look like a guy from Jersey Shore, though, in that photo. Do you want to know something psychotic? I'm going to edit this out, but... Uh, uh, so should we talk about Texas, too? Uh, yeah, let's talk about Texas. They were having a really okay. bad time. Yeah, so there was some sort of unprecedented winter storm in Texas, and then they lost um, all power, including power from, like, their their water treatment plants, so they also lost water. Yeah. Um, so basically, people are, are cold, and they don't have electricity, and they don't have running water, and it's, like, a total state of emergency down there, and it has been for, I think, like... A week at this point? Oh, that's like so long. Days? Yeah. Big ice storm vibes. Definitely. Except for they don't, like, have any of the infrastructure for yeah. to deal with it. Or, like, long pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's crazy that, like, I don't know how bad the storm was, but it's crazy that that would um, shut down the whole state. The states is crazy. Like, where my cousins live, they sometimes cancel school for fog warnings because people will just go off the road. Yeah, that's what I heard. People always make jokes about that, like, about Toronto, but I think it's, like, pretty serious in other places. Yeah, especially if you're not used to it, you know? Yeah, that's true. You gotta be 16 years old fucking white knuckling on black <laughs> To get used to it. <laughs> yeah, that's how you... That's how you learn into how to spin into a, a ditch with, yeah. pla- with elegance and class. Without totaling your car. Yeah, people were making fun of me so much at work uh, last year when I, like, <laughs> I, drove, I drove my car off the road in the winter onto an ATV trail. Yeah. And they were like, why would you drive it onto the unplowed ATV trail? And then you had to get a tow. And it's like, because otherwise I would have flipped sideways into a ditch or hit a fence. Like, at least my car was fine. And also I'm fine. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) If if you have to go off the road and you have three seconds to decide what the safest way to do it is. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you could have saved it, yeah, and then spun out and went through somebody's fucking mailbox. Yeah, no, no thank you. <laughs> God. 
but yeah, anyways, Texas State Senator Ted Cruz went to Cancun. Yeah. And blamed it on his 10 and 11 or 10 and 12 year old children. Right. Why did he blame it on? Like, what? Because everybody was like, everybody was like, why the fuck are you going to Cancun right now? Your state is in a state of emergency. And he was like, my daughters just really wanted to go. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Yeah. But it's like, the, the thing about, like, elected officials traveling at this time is it's just, like, it just looks so bad. Do people really think that we're not going to find out? Well, it's like, retire, bitch. Like, that's so embarrassing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, everybody already knew, but it's just, like, it's happening in the States, constantly happening here. Like, we, we've we had so many cabinet ministers and, like, MPs and whatever step down because... They're, like, enforcing travel bans among their constituents and then, like, just going to fucking the Bahamas for fun or whatever. Yeah, like, corona and, like, quarantining doesn't exist for rich people, really. No, it doesn't. Like, and it's crazy because it's, like, you would expect that they would at least get some sort of like, liberal patting yourself on the back, like, form of satisfaction out of being like, look at me staying home. Yeah, but it's not enough, I guess. No, it's not enough. And you know what? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing it, but I also don't have to worry about these things because I don't have the money to vacation exactly. I'm Every- like, hmm, would I? And then I'm like, wait a minute, in what world do I have like four thousand dollars waste? <laughs> Everybody keeps posting throwbacks to like the last time they traveled, being like, miss this, and I'm like, damn, I've literally never gone anywhere. Um, I'm trying to think of the last time, well, the last time I went somewhere that I wasn't in a car was when I went to Labrador for my grandmother's funeral. I don't think that counts. Yeah, um, there was like six feet of snow on the ground in fucking April. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good time. I hung out with my family. (laughs) I think we should be finding people who travel. Yeah, I I think so too, but I don't think that that would be a deterrent because it's already people who just have a shit ton of money who are doing it, right? Like yeah. People are, people are already complaining about the mandatory two-week hotel stay. That makes me laugh. I'm like, well, too bad. <laughs> well, then I guess you shouldn't have taken your like voluntary two-week hotel stay somewhere else. Like, I don't... Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, in a way that is, like, something of a tax, I guess, but it's, like, it's but not working. It's, it's not enforceable. It's about, and it's not enforceable, yeah. Exactly. I don't think, I don't think the finding, like, I think it would maybe be too much of a headache, but I think that it's, like, when people were trying to travel into Newfoundland in the beginning of the pandemic, because it's, like, it's small, it's insular, it's an island, they don't have a lot of healthcare resources, right? Like, it's a have-not province. Yeah. Um, they were, people had to do tra- travel documents, basically, to show that they had, like... Um, Reason. They had to work there, or they had, you know, a sick loved one. Yeah, of course. they had, like, caregiving responsibilities, whatever. Like, my dad went, because my, my grandma's ancient. Yeah. She, she needs a lot of care. But 
Um, and like our, our friend Heidi was able to go because she wanted to have her baby there and then just stay for the rest of quarantine, right? Yeah, well, they bought but, a house. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's like, why can't we just do that with international travel as well, right? Where it's like, if we just reduce it to people who, like, it's mandatory that they do it because they have, you know let's say such loved ones or like some sort of parental responsibility or something like that in another country. Yeah, or sure. They have some sort of like work obligation that is deemed to be work that's like essential, like I don't know, supply chain management like that. Yeah, like but prove it. Other than that, I don't think there's any real reason. <laughs> right? And then it's people are like, why not just shut down commercial flights in general? And it's like well, obviously there are exceptions. Like, if someone's fucking mom is dying in another country, I don't think you should really be like, don't go there. <laughs> yeah, like, you should but, be able to go, but I mean, it's they're like... That that's not the case. Yeah, the majority of the time. And, like, people just, like, have their priorities so skewed, right? Like, they think their own interests are essential, but other people's aren't. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sure that there are people, it's like when we were talking about in the beginning of the pandemic, how people would be like, um, whatever they want to do that is like allowed, but maybe frowned upon right now, they're like, oh, well, I have to get my nails done. But then, yeah. but then they'll turn around and be like, oh my god, I can't believe other people are at the dog park. <laughs> you know what or I mean? whatever, Fucking yeah. whatever, right? Or people are like, oh my god, I can't believe um, that person is going to the gym. And then it's like, okay, but you're making unnecessary, like, shopping trips to retail stores. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's all these people, just layers of what people think is right or wrong and the main thing that really informs it is just, like, what they consider essential to their own life. Or what they feel like doing. Like, it's it's risk phenomenon, right? Like, people always underestimate their own risk and overestimate other people's risk. So yeah, exactly. everybody thinks that everyone else in the world is a fucking idiot and that they're the smartest person, basically. That's sweet. It's a good way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I, everyone's fucking sick of it. At this point, it's like, I don't I don't care who gets their nails done or their hair cut or goes to the gym or goes to see their fucking friend. Honestly, I don't. No. You know, because I'm like, whatever, it's been almost a year. Everyone's losing their fucking minds. If, if that makes them feel better, like, go do it. Well, you it's know. like, it's insane that we have to have like documents showing that you're allowed to be out of the house after 8pm because you have a job. Yeah. And people are allowed to just travel to other countries because they have money. Yes. You know, yes. so it's like, I don't really care if someone is like, doing whatever XYZ thing. Yeah. And it's like, since the government isn't paying people to stay home, it's like, is it unethical? Okay, so like, let's say since basically people, I keep thinking about service providers like hairdressers and nail techs and people. Yeah. Like that. If the government isn't paying them to stay home, right, and they've essentially been forced back to work by their salons reopening. Yeah, and by financial necessity. And by financial necessity, then is it necessarily? 
unethical for people to go get those services. It is unethical because it's like you don't, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't put someone at risk just because that's like their job. But in this case, it's like they also need money because they've been forced into this position by the government that's not paying them to stay home. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, like a rock and a hard place where the record, I'm not getting my nails or my hair done. I'm just thinking about like the larger conundrum in general, you know? Yeah, like a lot of people don't have the luxury of choosing to stay home indefinitely. Yeah, or people who work in restaurants or whatever. People are are so mad about restaurants being open. And it's like, well, if restaurants are going to be open, you guys better be fucking ordering from them because like servers and touch still need to get paid. Yeah, and I promise you they're not making money like it's not going well (laughs) for anybody involved in those industries yeah exactly like i don't know i don't really know what the the solution is i just think that this this whole thing has just been such like a a mismanagement in general that it's like if if people just want to do what they want and do their best to get by now I don't I don't fucking care that doesn't apply to people who are going on self-care vacations obviously yeah that's a little unreasonable I'm I'm talking about not raking yourself over the tools for ordering takeout yeah (laughs) or like (laughs) getting your hair fixed after a year if that's what you really want or whatever yeah my my hair that doesn't take a lot of care privilege is maybe showing (laughs) (laughs) as as a friend of the pod said blondes are the real victims of this pandemic yeah i'd be suffering a lot more if i was still a bottle blonde i'm sure yeah (laughs) i'd be like i'm hideous (laughs) i'd have have six inches of roots (laughs) oh my god I'm privileged because I can just cut my own hair, but, like, a lot of people can't really do that. Well, yeah, you just shave your head regardless of what time of year it is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But there you go again with your freaking butch privilege. Butch privilege is real. (laughs) (laughs) What is butch privilege? It's like being able to eat as much as you want at dinner and get bloated because you just wear a men's t-shirt anyways. Yeah. It's like the privilege of of using the male gaze. <laughs> Dude, I use the male gaze so badly. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> when I look at women, I'm always using the male gaze. <laughs> Dude, I don't I don't look at anyone with the the male gaze. Women, men, they's no one is safe. <laughs> No one within my field of vision can escape. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I'm sorry. I actually haven't seen another person in so long. (laughs) (laughs) It's just different through a screen. (laughs) Protective force field. Dude, I was actually thinking about that the other day. Just like one of the main places that I go is uh, the gas station across the street from my house. (laughs) Yeah, shout out. Shout out out to them always being there for me, having the cases of coach syrup, milk, and eggs. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
but I get when you go in, it's like it feels like there's not even other people in the store, even if there are, because it's so snowy and cold here right now that everybody is basically wearing full snowsuits, boots, masks, and toques. Oh yeah, it's like the just you, aliens there. It feels like being in like mummy world or something, you know? Like you can observe that it's like a person, but you can't see anything except for their eyes. Yeah, that's real. And men still have the audacity to check me out because my coat's purple. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Could be a they. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that reminds me of my favorite meme ever. It's like, uh, damn, your ass is fat. What's your pronouns? <laughs> That's a really good meme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, should we talk about the internet? Yeah, let's talk about the internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. Do you have a beef? I have a small beef. It's about, we kind of touched on it already, but it's about people being like, oh, you shouldn't, like, celebrate when people die. Yeah. (laughs) Like, why not? queen? Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck did Rush Limbaugh ever do for me? Yeah, I don't care. Like, personally, I rarely have feelings about it, but I think it's fine if people are, like, happy that someone died. Like, who cares? They're not gonna know. They're dead. Yeah, we're gonna have a fucking party when Henry Kissinger dies, that's for sure. Oh my god, yeah. Like, I love- have you ever seen the video of the woman who's, like, outside Margaret Thatcher's funeral? And the dog's like, how are you feeling today? And she's like, good. She's a, f- I don't know what she says, but she's basically like, she's a freaking witch from hell. I'm glad she's dead. I'll dance on her grave. No, I've never seen that. <laughs> it's just like, oh, dude, I'll send it to you. But she's just like an old Scottish woman. That's so funny. <laughs> it's really, really funny. <laughs> she's like, I'm, I'm here to make sure the bitch is dead. <laughs> I'm checking for myself. Oh, my God. Sorry, I got excited. Oh my god, I was like, what happened? I dropped my my phone. Um, Uh, Classic. Yeah, I I just don't think, like... Okay, it depends on how bad the person is. Yeah. You know, and it's like, also, yeah, it's not really your business. I didn't think it was super funny when people... This is... Everyone disagrees with me about this on Love Twitter, but I don't care. Okay. I didn't think it was that funny when... Jordan Peterson got addicted to fucking opiates after his wife died of cancer. No, that to me that also was not funny. Was like, like he's still alive. Wait till he dies. If he dies, then you can say whatever you want. But yeah, but I was like, that's sad. Like, yeah, it, it's really sad because it's like regardless of the fact that it's Jordan Peterson, isn't it sad if anyone else, anyone gets addicted to drugs because their partner dies? Like, this is just a sad phenomenon. <laughs> well, addiction is, like, a serious illness, and you can't be, like, pro-mental health and, like, talk about, like, addiction in a way that is, like, health-centered and then also be like, lol, it's funny that somebody got addicted to drugs. Yeah, that, I think that's, that's more of it. And also, like... Uh, listen, I'm really not a Jordan Peterson fan, but I think that he's more of, like, a silly charlatan type of guy than he is, like, a serious political enemy. Yeah, nobody you know, really takes him seriously anymore. 
no one takes him seriously. It's like okay, a bunch of like yeah, a bunch of young guys like make their beds now because of him. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I yeah, think that he's like a self help guru, but it's not. He's not like you know the Führer. <laughs> There's far more insidious people. Yeah, like the. I I think what Rush Limbaugh did was probably worse than him, and then what John McCain did was worse than Rush Limbaugh, and then what his, Henry Kissinger did was worse than John, John McCain. McCain. You know, like, there's gradations to these things, right? It's like if Joe Rogan died or something, people say that he's some fucking, like, alt-right, blah, 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 guy that, like, men love. It's like, will people on left Twitter celebrate that? Probably. They'll probably laugh about it, you know? And it's like, okay, but what he did was... It's not that bad. Or I don't even know if it is bad, you know, just because bad people like it. Well, that's like people celebrated when Kobe Bryant died. Right. And, like, started canceling him and stuff. It's, like, that's kind of, like, I mean, it's a conversation that can play into, like, the conversation on his death. But he also died in a tragic accident and left (laughs) behind, like, his wife and children. Yeah. but And it's, like, we already knew he was a rapist. Also, it's, like, he's not not your rapist. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it's not new news. Like, this is something that people should have known already. It's funny. It's, like... Like, I'm not saying people should be not, like, not be happy when anyone dies or whatever. I just think it's a little bit more complex like that, than that. I think even in real life, like, if somebody who hurt you dies, it can be more complicated than being a 100% celebratory event. Yeah. It's weird, weird to do that about complete strangers, you know? There aren't a lot of people in the world... That if they died, I would be like, good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I'd have some pretty complex feelings about most people. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's maybe like five people. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about like, and this this is so, so silly maybe, but it's like, when somebody dies, it's not... It's not just a pun. It's not a punishment, really, for the person who dies. It's like mainly a punishment for the people who loved them or whatever, right? Yeah. But it's like I don't really care about the type of people that would like have a loving relationship with Rush Limbaugh. I guess. So. No, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny beef. <laughs> <laughs> I hate his granddaughter yeah like they probably i don't know how old they are you think they're like our age probably oh well that 70 he was 70 yeah like Mm, maybe a little maybe it's hard to tell with those types they could have had kids (laughs) really young you know what i mean yeah that's true if he had kids when he was like 25 yeah and then his kids had kids when they were 25 his his grandchildren Mm. famously Um, young that's like when um scalia died like the supreme court justice or whatever yeah yeah 
And every there, did you ever hear about how this person was like in university and their like res floor group chat was like, hell yeah, Scalia died and his granddaughter was living on that res floor? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was like, ah. I don't have any like truly evil people in my family. No. <laughs> I have a couple of beefs. Okay, beefs. Beefs. I have a beef and an anti-beef. Okay. Um. So my, I'll start with my beef. Let's get the hate out of the way first. Um, it's okay to make things badly. Okay. It's okay. okay to make stuff. It's okay to be bad at it. <laughs> okay. It's even okay to be bad at stuff and make it and post it on the internet. Yeah, that's okay? fine. What's not okay is to sell that thing. Okay, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, I've just been seeing so many Etsy type object i'm not sure if they're actually being sold on etsy but like basically handcrafted objects that okay I'm like this looks like a child made it yeah people, people have no metric for like what is acceptable people must be buying this like i don't know clearly people are buying it because you're selling it but um who <laughs> Who is doing this? I guess it's like their friends are buying them to like be supportive and then it's like crossing signals of like whether it's actually good or not. Or they don't have any honest friends. They don't have, they must not have any honest friends, but like it's objectively bad stuff. Some of it. It's not, like, it's ugly. I'm not talking about stuff that's just, like, not to my taste. I'm talking about work that is, like, sloppily done. Yeah. Like, bad needlepoint or bad knitwear. Yeah, where there's just, like, it just, the whole thing looks like a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) We should start a social experiment where we make really bad stuff and see if people will buy it. You know what's funny is I don't even know if my friends would tell me the truth. And okay, what's, fair. What's bad about that is I am friends with a lot of cunty people, and I still think that they're still like maybe sometimes too nice to me. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> you know, but then you also get in your head and you're like, it's one of those things where like, okay, I worked with this girl who's like the worst ever, and she can bring her. <laughs> disgusting baking into the office (laughs) i am talking inedible like really bad yes the the flavoring was weird like the com the flavor combinations were strange um plus she was really heavy-handed with them and the textures were wrong (laughs) <laughs> the, the the it was always over usually overbaked like it was just it was ugly like there was just like you know what I mean like if you had a checklist of like five things that are bad she wasn't hitting any of you know like she didn't bake it for the right amount of time she didn't oh my god use the right flavors she didn't make it look nice like it was nothing and People be like, mmm, yeah, good. And then she just kept bringing stuff in. What kind of flavor profiles are we talking? Uh, Pretty heavy handed with the chocolate mint. 
Ew. Like, she made something that was, like, I was like, that shouldn't have mint in it. It was, like, <laughs> chocolate, mint, and caramel. Ew. Like, it was just... And then she's always making shit with, like, banana in it. She hated me so much, and one time she brought in a banana dessert and a hazelnut dessert and was like, oh, I guess you can't have anything. And I was like, oh, what a loss. <laughs> She, like, purposely made it so that you couldn't eat it, and it's like, my I don't t- care. My two food allergies, and I was like, today rules. <laughs> Thank you. No, I don't have to look you in the eye and pretend to eat your disgusting sawdust. <laughs> yeah, I never said it. I don't think I ever said anything was dead, but, like, anyways... Um, people were lying to her and she continued to do it. Sometimes I like get worried about that, but then I realized that I eat my own food. So I would know if it was bad. I think. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's one of those things where you just worry that you're in an elaborate fantasy world where everybody's lying to you. Yeah, sometimes. Exactly. But then I'm like, wait a minute. I also have a sense of taste. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I would know if it was distressing. God, that was so bad. That woman was such an evil fucking wench. Anyways. <laughs> mm. I guess I should do my anti-beef. Yeah, what's your anti-beef? I'm curious. My, okay, you know what my anti-beef is. My my anti-beef is that uh, I have dissolved a beef. Well, somebody else has oh, dissolved yeah. a beef with me. and I just That was a beautiful s- moment. I just want to say, yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Uh, I just want to say it's so rare and so nice when someone apologizes. <laughs> when someone actually takes the time to reflect and apologize, it's really nice. And it rarely, if ever, happens to me. So I feel like I do a lot of apologizing. Yeah, not, not that's suck, real. Not to suck my own dick, but like it's rare that I receive one. No, that's real. I think you and I are both pretty like self um abusive and will like really like take on take on the responsibility for things yeah. that are like maybe not completely our fault. Definitely. Or at least if somebody else like like if there's something that needs to be resolved, it's like I will apologize. Of course. Definitely. But um there's uh, that's not to say that like in in quite a few of my, like, personal relationships, like, like, my boyfriend actually apologizes to me all the time, which is when he does bad stuff, which is not that often, <laughs> but when he does, he apolo- when he does, he actually apologizes. It, That's like, good. In the right way, <laughs> you know, which is so important, but, um, a lot of other people in my life definitely do not, um, but it, it's rare when it's, like, you have a beef that isn't that important, you know, like, you don't think about it. Yeah, often. but it's, like, awkward if it comes up somehow. Or if you end up in this, in, a, like, a t- tight space with that person or whatever. Like, it's just, it was just another comedian, basically, who felt that they, they had been unfair and maybe mean to me over the years. Apologize. <laughs> that feels good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now, if all my other haters in the comedy scene would apologize to me or die, um, everything <laughs> would be cleared up. <laughs> I went into 2021 with no beef. So, like, all the people who are, like, haters, like, who are also comedians, mm-hmm. that's just you. It's not me. Okay. I have no beef with you. Okay. You're leaving the beef in 2020. 
it's the, it's that meme it's like i have i have no beefs or like i'm going into the new year with like no problems so you need to apologize to me that's how i feel i would see i don't think i ever did anything bad enough to this person that i would apologize but since they apologized i apologized yeah it's like okay sure yeah exactly it's like okay if i had part in this i will apologize but there are like a lot of beefs where it's like the other person was just like so brutal they're never gonna <laughs> apologize so it's never no. gonna get resolved no it's never gonna because there's I'm like a couple apologize. specifically <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a couple specifically that are like beefs that you and i both have with this other person and it's like they're never going to apologize they're never apologize and honestly if they did i would tell them to go fuck themselves i would not accept yeah like (laughs) like and you gotta be a you gotta do and be a really bad person for me to not accept your apology because i've just said how much it means to me when people people reach out seriously i'm a forgiving person i will take people back time and time and time again but the thing that that kind of implies is that I have to care about them in the first place. Yeah, true. Right, which in, in these circumstances, like, I don't. Or the transgression has to not be that bad, in which case I'll, t- I'll totally accept the apology, right? But yeah. um, if it's like, if I'd never cared about you, and then you did a bunch of bad shit to me, it's like, why would I have <laughs> like I, apology? I want to hear the apology, but I'm not accepting it. Yeah, it's it's like what what cause would somebody really have to like change? This is what I wonder about like when people are doing twelve step programs and stuff. It's like how many of the people that they apologize to truly and genuinely in their hearts accept the apology? I'm sure a lot of them do, but are there ever people that are like, no fuck you? <laughs> Probably. I've received a twelve step apology. Really? Yeah. I I have received you know what is interesting um I received another apology that was not dissimilar to the one that I received the other day um years ago from someone that I was friends with for a long time in high school who just apologized for like being hard on me and like bullying me when we were friends that's nice it was really nice and I was still totally cool with him like, yeah. I, was, I was like, you were, but I'm also not 16 anymore. Yeah, so like, it's re- chill. I don't worry about it. Um, But it, it's, like, it's funny that he was, like, taking inventory of all the times that he was, like, a misogynist or whatever. Yeah, and he was like, I need to apologize to you. <laughs> I don't think he was getting sober or anything. It's just, like, just introspecting. <laughs> That's the best kind, is it's like, why did you think of this? Yeah, I know. Sometimes I, like, want to, like, reach out to my exes and, like, apologize for being a shitty partner, but then I remember that if we're on speaking terms, it probably wasn't that bad. Yeah, and, like, also, I think that that's a little bit different. I think it's, like, if you, it's not that you don't owe apologies to romantic partners or whatever, but once you're not in the relationship anymore, I think it seems, even if it's not it seems a little bit like you want something if you reach out and apologize. Exactly, yeah. And it's like, it's not that serious, you know? I think with like an old friend or someone you don't know that well or whatever, even a family member, it's kind of just like a nice thing to do. Even if you don't get a response, if it just makes you feel better. 
Yeah, to put it out there. Yeah, I have been going through a weird phase recently where I'm like, I guess also being introspective and I'm like, I should talk to people I haven't talked to in forever. (laughs) So I've been sending a lot of weird messages. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm just the type of person who will let things go for too long. (laughs) Yeah, and you'll just never address it. I'll just never address it. And then I'm like... I hope this person is ready to get their first text message from me in two years. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that that's wrong, though? Like, you know what I mean? I I can't, I don't feel that people, maybe they think it's strange, but I don't feel like anyone's ever, like, upset. I've actually, you know what, I've been on the receiving end of something like that as well, and it was nice. Yeah, that's how I think I would feel under the circumstances, too. But... Anyways, that's an anti-beef. Everyone, if you think you did something weird to someone and you want to just apologize for it, just squash the beef in 2021. Why not? 2021 is about squashing beefs. It's about squashing the beef and then coming up with new beefs that you don't squash, but whatever. Yeah. Regeneration. <laughs> Some beefs can't be squashed. Like we we just said, like they're just too big. <laughs> yeah, some of them are the the crime is just so egregious that it's like it's not going to be resolved. Unfortunately, some beefs are just festering wounds that you'll carry with you to your grave. Yeah, <laughs> until until they die or you die. Yeah, or something like sufficiently punishing happens to them. I don't yeah. need someone to die. I just want to know that their life is bad. <laughs> For me, there's, like, a couple people where I'm, like, if you got, like, hospitalized, I would be satisfied. (laughs) Like, it's such an evil thought. No, like, to get help. Like, mental hospitalized. Oh, I was, no, I was going the other way. I was going that it's such an evil thought that there are some people that I'm, if they got hit by a car, I would be, like, fuck yes. (laughs) Okay, that's real, though. (laughs) That is so, like, I'm sorry. I'm not a Christian. (laughs) (laughs) I'm decidedly not a Christian. I'm extremely not a Christian. Anyways. (laughs) Fuck. Do you have a dumb bitch? (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Oh, I do. Okay. Okay. It's time for... Dumb... Dumb bitch bitch of the week. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is going to take a lot of editing. All right. This guy sent me a message that said, "Do you know any girls that would like this tweet?" And it's his <laughs> o- it's his own tweet. Um, and it says, "Getting paid in three days. Simply like this tweet to take money from me on Venmo. I'm very real and very random." Please like this tweet if you wouldn't mind robbing a 35-year-old virgin with a tiny <laughs> penis. And then there's um, an attached selfie of the pre- uh, the previously mentioned 35-year-old virgin with a tiny penis. Oh my god, that's <laughs> insane. Yeah, well... This- just do you know any shit I guess? Do you know any girls that would like this tweet? Do you know any girls that would like this tweet? I think that that's because um 
what happened was one of those sugar daddy accounts replied to one of my tweets and I replied to him and I said, hi, Peter, I'm married, but I'll be sure to pass this along to any of my friends who are single and looking for a sugar daddy like you. (laughs) Okay, that's funny. And then I started getting requests like this who were like, this girl doesn't need a sugar daddy, but she knows girls who do. (laughs) Please pass my info along. (laughs) God, what would possess somebody to go online and be like, also, he's like, I'm getting paid in three days. It's like he's already blown out all his money from the last time he got paid. Yeah, he's lining up girls for the next time. I'm jerking off online. It's very unfortunate. That's dark. Maybe I should have just liked the tweet and moved on. Yeah, (laughs) giving him a little serotonin boost. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, um, this is a good one. This is just a dread old-fashioned dumb bitch. That's a classic, yeah. It totally is. (laughs) Would you mind robbing a 35-year-old virgin with a tiny penis? (laughs) I don't really mind, but... I wouldn't. Um... Yeah. If I had to rob anybody. Well, they already don't have rights, so it's like, whatever. Um, I can't imagine getting off on humiliation to that degree. If someone... No. I just don't understand. I feel like if I had a penis, I would want girls to lie to me. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it's so big. Yeah, do you do you think there are like men across the world that have like a complex because girls have lied to them about like during sets being like it's so bad, and then they find out it's not. Well, they probably know it's not. I feel like men measure their dicks. True. They probably Google. Oh my god, my cat is digging in his litter box so much right now. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Stop it, Stanley. Yeah, that's his name. It's not his name. <laughs> His name's Cat. Oh. <laughs> Stanley. That's a good name, though. Who's okay, Kat he's done. Is, whose cat is named Stanley? Zoe and Eric's cat is named Barry. That doesn't help. Okay. <laughs> okay, should we do tweets of the week? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a tweet from Shelby Lorman, at SD Lorman. Mm-hmm. Be nice to me on social media or I'm getting you fired from your job. Haha. Ha. ACAB, though. <laughs> um, nobody talked about this, but I, I had a beef with Shelby Lorman on Instagram two years Oops. ago. Oops. It's okay. No, it's okay. You didn't know that. <laughs> what was the beef about? Um, it's too embarrassing to even bring up, but okay. she she did post my comments on her Instagram thing. In no! Her story, no! In her story. Oh, yeah, she did. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Um, okay. So my tweet is from at the big sludge. Okay. And they said, everyone's got that one homie who lives their life with a quiet dignity. <laughs> I saw that. It's so funny. <laughs> It's so true. So true. I love my friends that just stay out of it and offline. <laughs> yeah. They're just like reading a book. I have um, I have some friends who have like 80, like I don't even know why they have a Twitter account. And it's like, I hope they don't see my garbage. Oh yeah, because they have like no followers basically. 
Yeah, and they don't tweet. Like, yeah. like they go on every now and again to like look at the news or whatever. That's that's <laughs> yes, a quiet dignity. Know. That is a quiet dignity, you know. <laughs> I know someone who has like six Instagram photos and like only posts on Facebook and they're like, Yeah, I deleted my Instagram, like whatever. I was like, damn, what is that like? They don't yeah. have Twitter. I know. I'm so jealous of people that just like play the piano. <laughs> I don't know, right? Yeah, what do they even do? I don't know. I tried. Oh, God, dude. This is so embarrassing. Okay. I tried being mindful the other day. <laughs> okay. Actually, okay. Okay. I know. I know. It, I actually, I went through a phase where I was like, it was, I call, I'm calling it a phase. It was like a couple of days. I was having, <laughs> I was really, really angry. Actually, we recorded on this day. Just remember me beefing myself and me saying that I was just unreasonably angry. Oh, yeah. You were so mad. So mad. So I went into the bedroom and I listened to like a meditation video on YouTube okay. with my eyes closed on the bed. And then Mike came in and he caught me and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. And he's like, you're taking a nap because you're angry. And I was like, <laughs> basically, sort of. Even worse. Right. And then, he ate, and then he ate my pussy. And I was like, that's basically meditating. <laughs> like, oh my God. I feel better. So I guess I don't need to meditate now. Um, but I was trying to be mindful while I was like, I was like, I'm going to not listen to anything or watch anything while I cook dinner and do the dishes. Okay. And I was like, oh my God, my brain is such a boring place. That's, yeah, I can't, I can't with that. I need to have constant input. It's nice to be quiet sometimes, but it's like... It's weird because it's like just watching a movie without doing something else sometimes to be quiet. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, having like just one activity. A book, just reading a book is fine. Just, but like just doing the dishes is not okay. No, it's horrible. It's a chore. Yeah, just doing one activity can be kind of nice, but... My friend asked me what I was giving up for Lent, and I said that I was giving up the pressure of like needing to be productive. Mm-hmm. And they were like, nice, mindfulness. And I was like, no, 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 Not like that. Mindfulness. You're like, the worst thing is it's like, I do genuinely think that everybody's brain would work better if they like took like a little bit of fucking quiet time and like occasionally took a deep breath. But I don't know that that needs to be anything that is like mindfulness or meditation. You know, you know when you just realize all day you've been trying to hold in your breath? Yeah. That's all I mean. Just but. like, <laughs> like empty your brain for one, one, literally one second. That's all you need to do. <laughs> the brain is a self-cleaning organism, guys, okay? Stop trying to scrub it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I worked at the Y, they wanted to introduce a mindfulness thing into the staff training. Placid. And I was like, actually, mindfulness is really bad for people with anxiety and I will not be participating. And they were like, oh, really? And then they just cut it. <laughs> Because all my coworkers were like, this feels bad. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like, I think it's nice for people who like find something. I'm reading a book right now that's about Buddhism. It's not like, it's a fiction book. Okay. It's place at a meditation resort. I feel like okay. it's going to be a murder mystery. Anyways. um, And I'm like, God, I just, 
I get it, but I just hate all the stuff about it. <laughs> Me too. Book. I'm like not enjoying the book because I'm I keep thinking about like the fucking dharma. Yeah, you're like stressed about the concept of meditation. Yeah, I'm like, okay, impermanence. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. And, then and I like, hate it. What? <laughs> Anyways, guys, DM if you have negative experiences with mindfulness or meditation <laughs> if you want to talk about them with me. I'm cultivating a negative space. I'm so afraid. I have a Goodreads account and I'm like addicted with the gamification of talk- of like you know, checking out books, books that I've read, yeah. right? I have a little yeah. challenge to read 52 books in the year. And I'm like, so every time I get to put one in there, I'm like, fuck, yes. And <laughs> it's like, sometimes I end up finishing books that I didn't enjoy. Not usually. I usually am able to put them down. But another thing that happens is I'm embarrassed that other people will see what books I'm reading. <laughs> That's like the whole point of Goodreads. I know, but it's like, what if you're embarrassing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's always people that will be more embarrassing, like reading fucking gay romance novels. Yeah, I know. I'm not reading any porn. (laughs) But like every time I read a nonfiction book, I'm like, this isn't self-help. And it totally sounds like it is from the title. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, oh, God. I like I've read... I read, I've been reading a bunch of books about the attention economy. Like, so I read a book called How to Do Nothing, and I read a book called Digital Minimalism. Yeah. Neither of them are self-help books. They're just, like, pontifications about, like, you know, our technocratic overlords, basically. Um, And uh, both of them, tagging them in that fucking, uh, my Goodreads, I was like, this is so embarrassing. It does sound like self-help. I know. This is so embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyways um i need to figure out how to set my dead reads to private or something. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's like um it's like how people keep trying to add me as a friend on fitbit ew i know it's like not everything is a social network it's none of your business if i touch the 139 steps today <laughs> <laughs> i would never be friends with someone on fitbit that's crazy I know. You can be friends with somebody on fucking everything, though. There's an app that I used to use for riding my bike and going on runs called Strava. And yeah. The thing, you, the thing that's crazy is you can see who ran past you if they don't Ew. have their shit in a private. It's like stalking women app. That's disturbing. I know. Okay. Anyways, let's log off. Now okay. I've talked about... Uh, I've done a third beef about mindfulness (laughs) (laughs) okay okay one two three stop